My bro, my bro, that nigga my homie. Count money, fuck hoes. Make sure you get money. We laugh, we joke, cause all the ops funny. Put that on God, man, these niggas don't want no smoke. No smoke, no smoke. You niggas don't want it. I can't go, won't go. Won't leave my mama lonely. No smoke, no smoke. But we die about that money. No smoke, no smoke. You niggas don't want it. I heard these niggas won't smoke. Won't smoke. They better pull up on Hi, this is your host, the Petty King, reporting live with Petty Man Crown and Petty Man Eric. We're not even going to let him get his speedo shit off this week because we we petty this week. Hey, fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? We of that petty 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 season. I'm putting hey. the 43 on the back of the jersey. Shout out I to Richard. Mean, you know what I'm saying? It's petty Richard season. Petty out here. Hey. Nah, but walk into this. We give him a nickname. His name was Big Petty. Nah, nah, I ain't finished with my petty shit yet. I mean, we just want to talk a little bit bigger because he is. That's cool. Petty. Cool. Do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. Oh shit. Look at everybody, Bobby. Hey, Ski Doo Casino Crown. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, it was my birthday. Smoke. It was it's, E's birthday. Yeah, what it y'all niggas doing? Fresh off y'all birthday uh, uh, celebrations and shit. E, e nah, what, my, what did you do, my, bro? I didn't do anything, man. My shit going down this weekend. You mad? Okay. Clear, yeah. Okay. Nah, nah. Nah. He, he said it's my birthday all week. That's how you gotta do it. My like so. I noticed something about my birthday. Um, normally, I have my birthday posted on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? You can put your birthday up there in your your bio, and it'll yeah. let people know, hey, it's Crown's it's, birthday. It's the last and, birthday. Yeah, you know, weak-ass nigga's birthday. And yeah. a million motherfuckers will hop on your, your board post, hey, man, happy birthday, another one in the books, blah, 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 blah all that bullshit. <laughs> and... Re- <laughs> Shot fired, and then <laughs> nothing in real life takes place. That's how that's how my birthday has been for the past mm-hmm. couple of years. Tell me why I took my info off. Tell me why he took my info off. Oh, no Backstreet Boys with me? Well, fuck y'all. No, no, no. I was, I was, I was going off of that. That was, you know, that's why I said it again. I'm with you. Backstreet Boys. Hey, he did hit that. He did hit the note and everything. Hey, too. man. He did. He did. He sounded like he pointed his eyes. <laughs> Y'all better quit acting like they wasn't this. Sh- no, nah, I'm just playing. Please go. Please continue. <laughs> but Bobby no, Van Drill. I took right. I took it off. And nothing on the board. There was nothing on the on the feed or whatever. You know, so nobody hit me up too heavy. I had some family members that remembered. But right. everybody that I rock with that's in the city. Fuck with mm-hmm. me, bro. Word. It was like the battle. It shifted. It shifted. Like it went you from know, digital bullshit online to everybody that I rock with offline coming through. Saturday was a hit. Sunday mm-hmm. was a hit. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, the actual birthday was a hit. I'm in the car with Wes right now. The homie. You know, I sent the I sent the I sent the memo out last week, and I was like, "Yo, make sure y'all come see this old nigga, man. He, he ain't seen nobody oh since God. the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. He ain't had a fresh haircut since like a couple weeks ago. He don't know to do see, it. That's why I know you're lying, cause I've been getting like, like, like last month. 
You know the nigga. I gotta get cut up for tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna post it in the chat. <laughs> this nigga's yeah. like, yeah, I know you bullshit. Plus, you you old enough that you wouldn't have remembered to do that anyway. Didn't you have a birthday this year too? Yeah, I had a birthday last month, nigga. I had all of August. Legal season. The fact that you didn't even notice the fact that I said, "Didn't you have a birthday this year?" You should have a birthday every year, my nigga. I mean, I, mean, I don't never. I don't know what you're talking that about. Old, that's what they that's have leap years for, nigga. This nigga about? forgot that he mm. had birthdays. Sometimes you don't even have a birthday. Fuck that geriatric shit. Hey, some of these <laughs> niggas, some of these niggas out here is really like four years old because they birthday every four years out this bitch. True. Fuck that A. Fuck that AARP shit, bro. Not that, that Medicare shit, nigga. Like, yep. Talk are that Met even, life insurance shit. Are you nigga? even real, nigga? You ain't even had a birthday <laughs> since fucking 2016, nigga. You ain't a real nigga. Get the fuck out. Mm-mm. Yeah, we about to have all the leap year niggas mad. Like, you really four years old, nigga. You can't even get a yeah, drink. Can't even get a drink. I wonder what they do with them people, though, though. Like, for real. Like, I know. They say they pick a day. It's like you either March 1st or you February 28th or something like that. But, like, are there people out there that don't know? Pretty sure. Nobody told them. That's the type of shit that I think pretty about. Sure all that gets, <laughs> I'm pretty sure all that shit gets dealt with at the licensing office and all that shit. On the birth certificate and all that. Awesome conversation to have with one of those people. We should find somebody. Yeah. Got to create a YouTube page and ask them to comment. And say, how do you feel about being four years old after 20 years? Yeah, man, you just really whack out here like mm-hmm. that. How does it Anywho. feel to not Anywho. be able to buy alcohol for real? Anywho. What's up? Anywho. Back on my page. All right, all right. No, no, no. So hold up. <clears throat> so, motherfucking Conway the Machine. Niggas <clears throat> was on my neck. Last episode, because I said I wasn't going to rearrange my schedule for this nigga. Can I do a disclaimer really quick? Nope. Can I do a disclaimer? Please, Please, let me get the disclaimer off. All right, so we had a guest host, had a guest guest appearance, you know, JG the artist, Jewel. He was up here. So for that time frame that you guys had that discussion, I wasn't a part of that. Mm -hmm. So, um... I'm going to just, I'm going to back out. I'm going to step into the shadows while y'all, you and E have at it about that. I mean, look, all that happened was, is that we told this nigga, yo. No, I heard the Conway pod. Album. I listened to it. Y'all was on his Conway neck. You saw what he said. Y'all was at my neck. This nigga was like, y'all was talking about I was slandering Griselda and all this other shit. I basically got to square up with them niggas now when I see him because I want to listen to his album when it first came out. Nah. <laughs> so listen, Conway the Machine. Let me pull the track list up because I got to get my shit on. Oh so I listened to the album from a king, from king to God. Is that what it's called? I, let me let me make sure. I don't want to fuck it up. I'm going to edit this part. Yeah, from a king to a God. Conway the Machine. Okay. Listen. This is a very good album. Okay? Good album. (laughs) Good album. Not great album. Okay? I don't know why you motherfuckers is hyping this album up the way y'all is hyping it up. Now, I have a few problems. I have a question. You can't hype a good album? 
I mean, you can, but the way they was hyping it, I thought this shit was about to be like ready to die, fucking uh, kiss of death level album. No, you know you what I'm saying? Right. The fact that the fact of the matter is, is that there have not been a lot of good projects. Man, the fact of the matter is, there's been a lot of dope projects this no. year, and this one ain't in the top five. Mm. Mm. If I had gunshots right now, I'd be getting them shits off. Listen, this well, album. Nobody, nah, 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 nigga, no. You gonna let me get this shit off today, nigga? Listen, Conway's oh, Machine <laughs> album. Conway the Machine album is a good album, not a great album. The problem, one of the biggest problems I have with these Griselda niggas, which you know, again, I like Griselda. So I'm gonna get this. This is the disclaimer. I like Griselda, but the problem with these niggas is every one of their albums sounds like a whole motherfucking Griselda album. There's like features on almost every single song, and it's like, nigga, how am I supposed to like really under get to like understand you as an artist and get to know you as an artist? You got like three, four features on almost every song on the album. Even the songs that don't have features in the credits have features on them. <laughs> on some of them. And it's like, come on, man. You post like for this album to be this hype, I thought I was gonna get I think the, the same way niggas feel about the J Electronica album, even though to a lesser degree, to a much lesser degree, where it's like, damn, this supposed to be but I mean, but I'm saying like that whole Jay Electronica album, people was mad because it was him and Jay on the whole on the whole project. This nigga Conway got features on every track. Now I will say this: there are some fire ass joints like that joint Frontlines, really dope. Juvenile Hall, very dope. Answer, very dope. Old girl Armani Caesar, I think that's the one. I think she got off on that joint, really dope. Spurs three, that one was hard too. Like. Every verse is hard. Like, there's some great verses on here, but this shit is not cracking my top five albums this year, dog. Like, this album was way too hyped last week for y'all niggas. Shoot me your top five. Shoot me your top five. Right now, off top of my head. And your and your reason for no, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Your reason, (laughs) your reason for not liking this album and not liking Griselda. First of all. Don't. Never said it didn't like it. Let's let, let's be clear. I no, never you said, said I didn't the like problem. It. You're the problem. You said the, the problem with the album, album is that my, the, my biggest problem with this album is way too many features on the album. I didn't. It just it's it's a compilation joint. It's not a it's not a Conway album. Like this shit might as well just been Griselda. Mm. <laughs> Cricket. Nah. <laughs> Oh, Again, really good album. And like I said before, I feel like Griselda are high-end locks. Not a bad album. Not a bad project. I'm not saying it's a bad project at all. I'm saying that my problem with this album is that it's way too many features. I, and it's not top five. It's a good album. It's not a, it's not a marvelous album. There's some tracks that probably could have come off of here. It's a, it's a few too many interludes on here. Like, there are some issues with this album. Because the interludes don't add nothing to the album. They just a nigga talking. Good, good to 
a good album. Not classic, not top five albums. My opinion. I'm not to I'm not to listen to some more albums because I'm not saying that it's top five or anything like that, but it was definitely an enjoyable album. It was it was a great album. Nobody said it um, wasn't nobody said it was a bad album. Like don't make it don't make the art don't make the counter argument like I said this was a bad project because I didn't say it was a bad project. I said y'all niggas hyped it up too much. I mean, but we did, but we didn't though. But you did though. You absolutely did. We didn't hype it like it was the greatest thing. We literally came at my neck like I was supposed to change my life around because this album dropped and it wasn't. It wasn't that kind of level. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It was when we asked you. What, either JG, I think even when I asked you, it was like, yo, the Conway album is out. It's fire. We should talk about it. And you were just mm-hmm. like, eh. Like, just with that, just, just with that nothing, that nothing, just, just. You literally came out, you came, literally said, Oh, this I sent him this nigga the link, and he was like, "Oh, well, I'll get to it when I get to it." Then he sent some whack ass PlayStation exclusive link to the shit to the group chat, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's yeah that's nigga, that's that's what amazing. I was already doing." I'm not again. I said I wasn't changing my schedule for this shit, and then y'all made it seem like I was like, "Fuck Conway, Conway ain't shit, nigga. Fuck these Griselda nah, niggas, you know." Uh, that's how y'all the, got y'all just the, I think that was more the the humor that was in it. Either yeah, way. it was the in, it was the indifference in. Girl, you wasn't even in this shit. Quit taking sides, nigga. <laughs> no, I just I just listened at the end. Of, you know, I'm always gonna be the one to listen and discern. So when these yeah. niggas run up on me, I just need you like I'm letting you know, nigga, Eric. If you don't get at least one clean shot in, I'm punching you after the fight. So I'm I'm just letting you know that. Right now, that sounds like he just want to punch you anyway. Right? Yeah, I mean, if I wanted to punch you niggas, I would just punch you niggas. Like, you know, I ain't, <clears throat> I ain't no stranger to scrapping. All right, I guess. I don't know. Did Maybe. you have you been keeping all your white friends this week? Fuck these Ooh. niggas, man. Fuck you niggas. Dang, I, I'm not even. A t- and you did that on purpose. How I many, appreciate that. How many, I appreciate how that. Many acci- how many accident-free days at the workplace? <laughs> there, there are always incidents. There are always incidents. Luckily for them, this wasn't a, um, a work day. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, I definitely told my mom about that shit, though. That's how serious it was. And she sat and watched me uh, talk about it with a look of disgust and boredom. So... I'm not going to bore you guys with the details of the shit. So recently, you know, recently I've been posting, you know, I always post about black love, black this, black pride, you know, all black everything. That's my thing, you know. And um, so I'm going to read you guys what I posted because, you know, just for context. And um, I posted black men. We need to protect our women the same way we claim to protect our daughters that they need and deserve our strength, respect, and protection, right? Why you sound like DMX when you getting that shit off? Like, 
I don't know, nigga. How did I sound like DMX reading text, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you did, man. You Fuck us a fucking game. Nah, you was just like, you take time to thank you yeah. for the winner in the world. The struggling. Hey. You know what I'm saying? What's the answer you. to number two? <laughs> um, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but so this provokes, you know, this provoked a response from people, you know what I'm saying, that, and oftentimes when you post things like this, specifically targeted at the protection of black women, specific, oh, that I've noticed, there's somebody that comes out of the woodwork and says, well, what about all women, right? Or what about mm-hmm. all people? We've all had those posts or those moments where we do some Black Lives Matter shit and somebody tries to all lives matter your shit. Uh-huh. And it's like, <laughs> What is with, what is, what is that? Like, what is, like, what is with the, the. My homeboy said it's ignorance. It is definitely ignorance. It's ignorance, but it's, it's a, it's a. They used to be in prioritized. They used to be in prioritized. Think about how everything, when it comes to culture, not even culture, but just things. Right. Being included in everything. Uh, you know, when it comes to television, the, the faces that you normally see are white faces. When it comes to music, at one point they were taking black faces off of the music and re-recording songs with white people. You know, movies, the, the, the majority of the movies that are pushed heavy are white movies. Everything has some aspect of whiteness to it. So in a point where it comes to... Um, a cultural shift where it's like, let's acknowledge a specific group, specifically a group that we have been known to antagonize and oppress. We have to be included. You have to mention us. Why is it, why is it not including us? You say it's racist when we don't include you. So now you're doing the exact same thing. That's reverse racism. No, you've been given the not necessarily... Fuck that. Maybe it is. You think it might be? But the fact is, it's not intentional. No racism. It's very much so intentional what I do. No, 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 no. The general. No, no. no. I see what you're saying. Though. He's saying it. Racism. Yeah, he's saying there's no there's yeah. intent behind if the. If uh, we feel if we feel something is racist and a white person didn't mean to be racist, it doesn't matter. It didn't mean to be. It just means we feel the fucking. Uh, the, the, the side effects of the fucking uh, fumes of the shit that they say or do. Whether they yeah. meant to or not. Whether they were informed or not. So if they feel racist uh, undertone from what we do or say or movement, okay. But we are not intending. We are focusing and loving our women. We are focusing and loving our community. And we have to do it because we've not been loved or accepted. So we have to accept ourselves. So if you hear all lives, what about all women? What about all lives? What about all? Just ignore it. Because we've been ignored. We've been ignored. We've been overlooked. You know what I'm saying? Like, we used to have um, pride. For being mm-hmm. black. And everybody wants to say they're unapologetically black. Man. 
If we really was unapologetically black, shit would be fucked up right now. Yeah. Shit would be burnt the fuck down. I get it. Or we would, we would, we would, man, we would really put our cohesion together and really form some real united stuff. They don't want black people to really become unapologetic. Because it's not going to matter what these motherfuckers. We discussed that multiple times. Remember when we were talking about, you know, the marches and stuff like that. And I'm like, fuck all that. Let me know when y'all ready to burn some shit down. Y'all ready to blow some shit up. Let me know when the shooting starts. Because I'm sick of it. But see, that's your your end of it. But then you got other people. They're going to be, they got, they, they, all they see is math, they mathematics, they mathematical genius. So they're going to put their energy into that. Then you got the other people that, you know, they build the homes and you got to take that shit home. Everybody, every, I mean, you just got to do what you're good at. If I'm not a fighter, I'm not a warrior at heart, I'm a motherfucking mathematician, I got to do what I'm good at. That's part of mm-hmm. the acceptance of all Most of niggas ain't warriors no more. War shit, you ready that, to that's the money? problem. Are you ready to get the guns? Get the guns. But see, man, I don't mean to take over this shit, man. Hey, that's the big homie West, by the way, coming and dropping now. Hey, we just let you get that shit off. Like, hey, nah. I mean, the the fact that you got your bros on here, bro, your podcast, man, I don't know if it's recording or not. It's just the fact is you're trying, man. You're doing what your skill set is allowing you to do. Will have been speaking on it for weeks. I'm gonna get guns. I have to do it. He feel like it's a benevolent motherfucking. His purpose right now is to get prepared for whatever. It may not be no fucking war. It may not. It may not be a reason for the gun. No, it may not be a purpose for the gun. But it will be. They will be prepared. It'll be preparation. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? His daughter's gonna know. How to fucking be an assassin, but still be a classy, you feel me, powerful woman, upscale, think highly of woman. We just flexed the other day, by the way. While you bring that up, um, shout out to uh, Cheesesteak. Yeah, but he he brought that up, and that's that's a wonderful thing because I flexed on a female friend of mine. Not flexed in a bad way, but um, I mentioned uh. She was mentioning that her son likes guns because he had asked um, one day when I was like, I need to check my car to uh, let her drive it if mm. before she left. And he asked, he was like, why Why did he need to check the car? She was like, because he's probably making sure there weren't no guns in it. And that's that's legit what was going on. I didn't want to send him guns. out there. Right. Hey, I didn't want to send him out there on no crazy shit. Guns. So um, <laughs> when she mentioned that, and she was like, I've been brought up in a situation where, you know, our family, we were told to stay away from guns, don't worry about guns. And she mentioned the whole white aspect of it where, you know, by 7, 8, they've gone hunting and killed some shit before. Yep. And I was like, watch this. And I went and grabbed Leary. I grabbed, no, I went and grabbed a Glock magazine that had 9mm shells in it. I sat one on top of my um, dresser and I called Leary and I asked her to come in. And I was like, what's that on the dresser? She's like a bullet. I said, what kind of gun is it going? She said, a pistol. I said, what's the caliber? 9mm? And I was like, all right. She's like, all right, daddy. And I ran off. Like, it was <laughs> nothing. Like, just ran. Because that's the the mindset I want to have for her on just on a whim. You Education. know, I'm still, she's, she's five. She's fucking five. She turned mm-hmm. five this year. 
and that's nothing. Uh, if I bring out a, a rifle shell for a two two three, I ask her what it is. It's easier for her to remember five five six. I don't know why, but you know, it's pretty much the same thing. Five five six and two two three is the same thing. But she knows that's a rifle shell. That's that's the caliber. So right. we got to be on that, bro. My yeah, I mean, we, we need to, this, we yeah, need to prepare. Gotta you got to prepare. You got to prepare for war. Like, you know what I mean? And that's kind of part of it. If you don't understand the tools that you need to use, how can you use them? Like, you know what I'm saying? How can you defend? Mm-hmm. How can you defend your, your turf if you don't know how to use your tools? You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I wanted to circle back to one thing. I was like, and, and I want to get this shit off and I want to explain this. Like, black people cannot be racist to white people we can be prejudiced to white people yeah. we can we cannot be racist to white people and i think people really need to understand the difference you know what i'm saying like and really yeah. stop saying that shit it's like it's mad ignorant because yeah. now there are there are power structures and there's like there are dichotomies within um, other minority groups where we could probably be racist because we could probably impose some sort of um, power structure over them in certain scenarios. However, when it comes to the black-white dynamic, we cannot be racist because we don't have the system in place to be racist to white people. Now, we can be very prejudiced. There's a lot of prejudiced old black people. Yeah, there's a lot of prejudiced young black people. Yeah, about the same shit. Um, real as it gets, but yeah, there is a big difference between prejudice and racism. The people really don't, they really like to use them interchangeably as if they're the same word and they're not. And uh, I feel like that our prejudice, that and I say our prejudice, but just uh, prejudice from black people towards white people is uh, misconstrued, uh, very heavily because of the fact that our. Any prejudice that a black person has towards a white person can be based in something that's actual and factual and historic. It is historically known that we were enslaved. I don't want to say slaves. I hate when people say, oh, the slaves were brought from Africa. No, people were enslaved and brought from Africa. There weren't slaves. They were people, and they were enslaved. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've been lynched. We've been oppressed by Jim Crow laws, you know, there's there's been so the redlining systems to keep people out of certain neighborhoods, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the separate but equal bullshit with the schools, to to make sure that certain communities were for one the redlining led to certain communities being all black and then the school in that community is fucked up. So the voter, to voter education, voter restriction, all of that stuff, like, not yeah. even being considered completely human or a person. Read the this three was. Three fifths, like, come on. So there's a whole system to perpetuate racism against us that allows for a person to have a prejudged disposition, i.e., prejudice towards white people if you're black, because it's it's a known that that system in itself and that recognition of history allows for a shift mentally into being prejudiced towards a person because it's like, I know that this can happen. I know that this was a system that was in place. It's not fake. This shit didn't take place hundreds and hundreds of years ago. They just had this shit going on in the 50s and the 60s. They just had this shit going on yesterday, nigga. Right, exactly. Exactly. When they started doing the side-by-side comparison in the pictures from protests, 
yesterday and pictures from 50 years ago, longer, they look the same. The same stress is there. In the last podcast, I, I urged people to go listen to the Black Leaders discussion from 72 and 73 with Stokely Carmichael and Angela Davis uh, and many, and many more people. And I really, really urge people to go listen to that because they're literally talking about the same exact issues in 1972 and 1973 that we're talking about today in 2020. You know what they've done the same? They've marched. That's it. Oh, yeah. You know what we've done the same? They've marched. They've Amen. walked through the streets. They've cried for a change from people that they feel as if have the power to change things for them. And there's no no results because there's nothing being done differently. Let me tell you. America is the only place that really thinks that you can have revolution without bloodshed. That we don't think that. The Man, black society within American culture is the only group that thinks that. Because we've been trained in, in doctrine and in doctrine and conditioned to think that, oh, appealing to the humanity of your oppressor is going to draw a response from him. And what did the old buddy say? He said to appeal to the humanity of a person, that assume, that's making the assumption that they have a conscience, that they mm-hmm. have a, hum, a humane bone or a humane inclination to think towards you. And that, that's been proven time and time again that it's not there for us. The only thing that's respectable as a response to everything that's been done to us as a group is everything that they fear that causes them to continue to perpetuate racism, that wants them to keep us away from certain things, that wants them, that makes them want to keep us separate from each other when it comes to unity and things of that nature because we form together like fucking Voltron. Shit's going down, bro. That leads me to a question. How do you guys feel about the, 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 the black celebrities, the black wealthy elite, right, that take their money and go overseas to Africa and build schools and things of that nature? Do what you want to do with your money. I mean, that's at the end of the day, do what you want to do with your money. I think they have a contract where they can't do shit in America. I think, That's an interesting idea. I think celebrity cost, fame cost. We hear it. Y'all ain't glitters ain't gold. Prices, showbiz, ain't mm-hmm. no biz like showbiz. We hear these cliches, we overlook them. These guys get to the peak of their life and become drug addicts. You feel me? These women get to the top of their career and they fucking, it's no happiness. And you wonder why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's because the money is not fulfilling the soul part. You feel me? So it's like, I got to do something to stay sane. Yeah. People in my business, yeah. people, but they have contracted and be bound them. You know what I'm saying? You hear people all the time. These entertainers ain't saying it for their help. Look, if you can do it, man, you need to do it independent. Do it. Don't. Take the fucking money and come up because it's longer if you do it the right way or do it the way where you know what I'm saying. Because it comes with a cost. I'm 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 conspiracy I'm conspiracy theory. You know I read the whole parallel some of it. 
I, that was the start of my whole thing on this back in 2010. Now, but the fact is, yeah, I think they're contractually bound to not do things in America, or but so much, so they mm. do what they can. You know what I'm saying? Because they have humane in them. They have a little bit of humane in them, but. You know, no, you're not gonna do that. You, we're not gonna build this community up, this black community up. You're not gonna go home. You're not gonna do but so much. You know what I'm saying? Because we gotta have certain a certain way. They rapping about. Look, I feel like these people gonna get me. The toughest street is, you know, at least that's what they rap about. And they saying that people gonna get me. They gonna fuck with my family. They gonna fuck with my children. They gonna fuck up my whatever. Cause they got that power. That money is power. So they can create mm-hmm. a gang-related incident to look like some street shit. Because it don't cost a lot to get somebody killed, bro. It, it really don't, bro. You catch, some, catch, nah. catch somebody on the right day, bro. <laughs> right. You know, it ain't even got to be you. It could be somebody. But you know, you know, I'm about to make a potentially inflammatory statement. But it's like, um, I don't see the purpose in going back to Africa and building schools and building these things there because I look at it like, yo, we've been over here going through it since fucking 1600s and Africa ain't found a way to make a get a boat over this bitch to drop a bomb on nothing. Africa essentially said, fuck us in America. Y'all not really us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and that's not the shit on the the, the motherland because I, I have a lot of people that I connect with in, in Africa. But it's like, as a black American, I've never understood outside of kind of just wanting to understand roots. I've never understood the our find them chicks, yeah. I said, I'm trying to find them chicks. Right. Like, I, I mean, I get that, but I'm just like, I don't get why we so yeah. enamored with trying to build up Africa and build up what they got over there when they ain't did shit for us and we the lost children. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it's because it's Africa, bro. It's all of the, you, you talk about all of the richest things that have produced some of the greatest inventions and it's improved our way of life and those resources that have improved our way of life, a lot of them are in Africa. Most of it is in Africa. But what did that have to do with me as the black American boy that grew up in racism and oppression? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you did. It is, I, I don't, I'm not saying that it did. I'm, I'm just, you asked the question, I just gave you an answer. Like, it's the, it's the motherland. It's the originating where we come from. And some, people, some people care enough, some people care enough to, to look through those roots and see all of where they come from. I, I would like to go to just explore the wonderful continent that is Africa. Um, I'm not really going to look for my I roots, think you're missing the here. question. I feel like okay. taking apart here would be what we would need to do. Like, all this land that's out here that's for sale is definitely something that we could do to just go ahead and build a community. Yeah, I mean, there's whole cities for sale in the U.S. right, right now for less right, than a million dollars. There's right. niggas, mm-hmm. like, there's like ten in the whole U.S. that you can like. I was looking at buying one in Utah, nigga, like for less than three bands, like for like less for like three hundred bands. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
But how do you say he he? So here's 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 what I don't understand. How how you can go from tear down the structure here, like fuck America almost, fuck the system, tear down the system here. We need to tear down the system here. But at the same time, we're not, we can't just, we're not just going to leave. Where are you going to go? I can go anywhere I want to go. You can go anywhere but you, you want to go, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be the power. Like, right, there's, like You're always going to fall into a structure that has a power over you. Even if we go to Africa, bro. I mean, there's, we don't know the culture. We don't know the history. We don't know the, we don't know the language. We don't know exactly. And you're you're still an outsider. You're a fucking foreigner. We're here, bro. If anything, establishing our roots here. Mm-hmm. We have our roots here. Fuck that. Growing the tree here is what we would need to do. Separate. Go ahead and find that space that we can operate in. If if we'll buy a house, then you buy a house next to him, and then I buy a house next to him, and then my sister buy a house next to me. And we reverse, and that's how we do it. Like, we don't have, there's no sense of community anymore within the culture. Everybody gets their money, and then they move away. And they go move to wherever they're going to move to. And they want to go to Atlanta. They want to go to the Atlantas or the, the New York cities or the, the Washington, D.C.s, these cities where we basically living in stacks Squally. and stacks. on. You know, but yeah, we right, live in a right, squad. Right, right. You can go to the country. You could go to, man, we can move to places like Wyoming, Montana, Places like that that got land for sale for cheap. Your boy fucking, hey, you see what he did. People, he be doing some shit that's out there, but then he be doing some shit that makes sense. And it's like, you can mm-hmm. go anywhere and buy land and establish yourself, but we too busy trying to keep up with the Joneses and do everything that America You're told us that we need to do to be rich. You think about it, niggas is still scared because there's a, a known pattern with that. Black communities that have grown and started to thrive in get America down. get fucked up. That's where my gun shit comes into play. Hey, I, I don't. That's I mean, that, I live so I live out in a nice country suburb with mostly uh, black Hispanics. You know, I about to say you better even say it ain't mostly black people in town. It's gonna be either Hispanic or mostly white. No, 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 no. There's, there's a lot of black people in my neighborhood. There's a lot, a of lot and mostly are not the same. Who gives a Bruh. I, I okay. give a fuck. There are what very, there are very few, there, there are very few white people. Let's say that. Where? Very few. In my neighborhood. And like, everybody gets along with each other. Like, there's no, there is no but that's cool. Getting along with each other is cool. We've you been know. getting along with each other for decades, nigga. That, well, getting along with motherfuckers don't get us progress, though. Th- that's the problem. You see that? That's mm-hmm. the problem to me. Everybody's so hell-bent on this. Everybody just get along. Now, nah, why we got to get along for? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why we got to get along? Because it makes... Why, why not? When you get along, <laughs> yeah, I... when you in agreement, I understand. When a group of people are in agreement, things can run smooth. That's not like we've been fed. We don't have to be in right. agreement. We can be at war with people. Like in Iran and Iraq, them motherfuckers be fighting constantly for hundreds of years. 
their community mm-hmm. still do what they do. I mean, there's a problem with the war shit, but hey, nigga, we about us, they about them. Right. We've been at, we've been yeah. at each other for too long. If anybody need to fucking be on one accord, I'm not saying I'm everybody... Yeah. Oh, no, I think, yeah, no, 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 no. I think y'all misunderstand. I'm not saying that black people shouldn't get along. I'm saying black people don't have to get along with white people or Hispanic people or any other people other than black people. Like, because we so. We're loving, man. we from God, they, man. So we want yeah, to accept I mean, everybody. Yeah. I heard yeah, like, did he say this. Like, he was talking shit on a track. I can't remember which track. He was like, y'all better be glad God made us love Because mm-hmm. we want to be motherfucking. We want to accept everybody. Mm-hmm. He made us fucking like that. Like, we can't do shit about this. Yeah, we can. Nobody, bro, I know how you saying that, Will. But, bro, in the core of yourself, bro, you don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like, there's a different... I mean, to be loving, I mean, because you can look at being loving, you can look at being loving and being of God in multiple different ways, right? Some people be, like, when I, to go to war, to go to war for my people, that's me being loving. Me defending my people, that's me being loving. Right. Like, sometimes you, sometimes you got to put down the scripture and pick up the sword or the gun. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. still love. I'm fighting for the love of my people. Like at some point we have to stop fighting for the inclusion of everyone into what we're doing. And we need to step out on our own and say, Hey, we're going to build over here. Fuck how y'all feel about it. Right. No, we don't like to do something. We do need to do that. It's not, it's not trying to be better than nobody. It's just motherfucker trying to show the black excellence that need to be respected. I think at some point, people started misconstruing inclusion with getting along or being being peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can Mm -hmm. be peaceful and we can be over here doing us and y'all can be over there doing y'all. We don't have to let you, I don't have to let you into my house to eat my food for you to know that we, I don't want war. Right. Right, right. So yeah, we just got real heavy in this bitch. Let's uh, <laughs> uh Yeah, he and, ready to slay. He said, fuck him. Hey, like I'm like, hey, hey, war war cries all day, you know what I mean? So but nah. On, on a lighter oh, note. But but on a much You said no, ahead, you open you open this up with black people can't be racist towards white people because black people say that shit again? But oh, I said black people can't be racist towards white people because black people don't have a systemic structure in place to oppress white people. Racism, racism and oppression, racism and prejudice. That's what I was saying. Racism and prejudice are not the same thing. I can be very prejudiced towards white people. I cannot like white people because of the color of the skin. That's not racism. That's prejudice. I don't know about that one. Okay, I don't know about that. So if racism I have a, if I have a, a, if I racism have a business, is a systemic thing. Like pre- prejudice well, well, is to not like a person because of a certain trait or characteristic. Okay, I thought race. 
but we're talking about a racist. So, so black people cannot cannot conduct racist behavior. No, that's not what I said. No, Understand? But I'm asking you. I'm asking you. But I've already answered it. Black people can be racism. Be racism. Black people can be racist within certain structure dichotomies with other races. Absolutely. But, but not towards like a white person. Possible with black against whiteness. But not towards oh, a yeah, white person. Yeah, racist black people can't be racist to white people. They can be prejudiced to white people. They cannot be racist to white people because we do not have the ability to oppress white people. So if I own a if I if I own a business and I decide not to serve white people, I'm not being racist at all. Is that's prejudice? How is that oppressing them because you don't want to serve white people? That's not oppression, nigga. That's not real oppression. That's me saying, nah, I don't serve you, niggas. That's prejudice. But but if it's the other way, but if it's the other way around, it, it but if it's the other way around, it is racist. It's, it's if it's a whole yeah. city saying, if it's a whole city of white people saying, hey, we're not going to serve you niggas, or if it's a sun downtown, like you niggas can't be in this city after the sun goes down, that is racism. That's oppression. That's not, yeah. that, well, it's prejudice too. That's prejudice too. But I, I when, got you. I got you. I got you. you. See, no, I think, uh, yeah, I got, I got what you're saying. Because, because like the way that you, I, I guess I don't agree with it because I look at you know, I'm more of an in, like I, we 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 and you go back and forth all the all the time. I, I'm more of an individual person, whereas you are like, it's like a it's like a it's like a football team. It's like the blacks versus the whites. But the it's whites not like that. I mean, to, but look, it's, so it's you, not so uh, you, it's not so simple as to say that it's the blacks versus the whites, or you, you're individual and I'm not because you can be individualistic all you want, but that don't matter if motherfuckers look at you, the first thing they see is a nigga. Right, but what I'm saying is, is if I own something and I decide to like not serve white people or, or do something towards white people because they're white, that's different from everybody else, you're saying that that's prejudice and not, that's not being racist. That's that's what I'm not. That's what that's the part that I'm. I'm like I'm not. I'm not understanding. If I have something, like I understand because you're saying that most the, the power structure caters to the white, and I understand that. But I mean, but I'm not even me saying as a black person not, in, in this particular towards a white person. Prejudice and racism, because racism is a systemic thing that includes oppression of another culture. Somebody look up the definition of racism and the definition of. Prejudice. Let's but do it. Like that's, that's, but I mean, that's gonna, wordplay. You just, you just, you yeah. Just they're going to say similar like, things. I don't need to look up the definition. Yeah, yeah. We've experienced racism words. our whole lives, right? And again, racism is a is, is systemic. Racism is oppression. Racism is prejudice. It's all of those things wrapped into one thing. Black people don't mm -hmm. have the ability to enact racism on on a systemic level. So it's we're prejudiced. We we have. Hey, we have dislikes about things because of certain characteristics about people. That's you know what I'm saying. So it's, let me ask it, you it, this: So if we ever beam up and we get to mm -hmm. the point where we had the upper echelon, yeah, the first does the last does actually become the first. Indeed, the meat does inherit the earth. All that, right? And we decide, nah, 
you can't come here. Like, nah, you're not gonna get this loan. Nah, you're not finna move into this neighborhood. Yeah, that's nah, racism. You can't now we, now we are that's racism na- now. That's that's racism and oppression at that point because now we're in power and we we've become the power structure. We control everything. Me saying no, you not gonna come in my store on an individual level when it's just oh, me by God, myself God. is not oppression. That's just me denying you something. When it's me, the person next to me, the person next to them, the person next to them, and we saying you can't come in nowhere here. You not even safe here. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So let's like say that. we let all our black people get the loans. All our black people get the houses. Let's say we don't oppress nobody, but we fucking right. show favoritism to our community when we get the upper echelon status. Is that racist? No, I think it's just what you said. It's just showing favoritism. If you, you know what I mean, to a degree, but it also depends. I mean, that depends on how you, how you slide that scale. So, I mean, that's a. Very, I think that that's, I, I, I look at it as good racism and bad racism. To me, that, I don't, that's good damn racism. What? That's a <laughs> wild statement. That is, man. You got to have to elaborate, bro. Good racism <laughs> and bad racism. Good and bad. Smile on that, bro. Uh, well, good racism would be doing things that benefit a group of people solely because of their race. So you mean like, the opposite like affirmative, be, so you think affirmative action is racism? Yes. How so? I don't know if it's good racism or bad racism, but it's, I mean, you're selecting, you're selecting people based on race. So, yeah. That that by definition would be racist. Like by what definition? Like, what, what you mean? You're you're selecting a person on a job based on the fact. But it's not. But it's affirmative color. action. See, affirmative action isn't just selecting people for a job. It's 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 affirmative action is to make sure that people of different minority groups get opportunities that they are given a fair chance. It's correct. actually offsetting racism. Exactly. And that's what I never. People really have a fucked up uh, understanding of affirmative action. It's 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 essentially um, taking these certain amount of opportunities, and they're saying, "All right, we're going to put these opportunities to the side for minority groups specifically and why? because why? Let's go ahead because and why is because white people or people are of uh, in control <laughs> are able to backdoor deals. Listen, exactly. like you laugh it, but this shit ain't funny. Like they literally no, backdoor no. deals and they swap out shit. Like, oh, we are gonna give you this, and you give us that. Are right, you give me this? I'm gonna let your son go to this college for free. Like right. that's that wealthy elite racism. That is right. why you have affirmative action to make sure that these that this small group if of people else, get this opportunity. Exactly, right. get in. That's right. what affirmative action is. Affirmative action is not racism at all. Period. And it's not a bad thing. It's not like people talk about, oh, well, it's like welfare. It's not welfare, motherfucker. It's making sure that somebody get an opportunity. It's making sure one of the crabs get out of the bucket. So what if they did that with the NFL or the um, the NBA? Hold up. Can you, can you give me an example? So what if there was an affirmative action for the NBA? But it was rooted in 
making sure that there were white athletes to offset the blackness. The right, basically. I mean, how would you feel about that? Matter of fact, let's flip it. After asking that question without answering it, let's move on. What if there was affirmative action that brought more black hockey players into the NHL? Does your your feeling about the presence of affirmative action in sports now change? If it's bringing black well, players into a predominantly white sport, um, compared to, to bringing more white players into a predominantly black sport. No, uh, to be clear, I don't think you can have affirmative action in sports. I don't. I don't know if that makes it's a sense. hypothetical. That was the reason. Yeah, why yeah, I said but it. but no, I don't feel any kind of way. If, if you're trying to diversify, whatever the the sport is, as long as you're not taking an opportunity away from someone else, because that affirmative action does not do that. If you're not qualified, you're not qualified, and it's not barring uh, you. No, 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 no. Because it doesn't bar you from getting a job in that field. It it makes sure that companies and there's millions of companies have space available for people. It doesn't take an opportunity away from anyone. And I think people really don't understand that. Nobody in this world did not get hired in, in a field that they wanted to be in because of affirmative action. You might not have gotten the exact company you wanted to work for, but you definitely could still go out and get a job in that field. I would disagree with that because I feel like affirmative action has been uh, used to hire people that aren't qualified. But here's why. Well, no, no, I didn't. I'm not saying they don't hire people that aren't qualified. I'm saying that if you are qualified, you can still get a job somewhere else in that industry. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you now. I got you. I just don't think it's a good necessarily. Uh, I don't think it's a good thing. Um, and because do you, think, so you, do you feel, think so? Do you think government subsidies are a good thing? No. You don't think student, uh, you don't think federal uh, financial aid with college is a good thing? Because I'm confused. Because we, we've had some. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really know about that one. I, I guess it depends on what you, it's not a right or wrong thing for that. Um, I I'll guess what I'm like trying this. to figure out with you, E, is some, what what aid is good aid and what aid is bad aid? Because it seems like, and, and I'm not trying to call you out or anything, but it seems like any aid that's specifically for black people is bad aid. Right. No, 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 no. It has, nothing, it has nothing to do with that. It has, it, has nothing to, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with the aid of, um, it has nothing to do with the aid of black people. It has to do with the... Um, the intention of what affirmative action actually, like the intention versus the cause. Because now what you have a situation. Well, be, if that is the, the intention is what you just said, the point of the point of it was. But in reality, what happens is, is now people who don't want to hire, let's say there's a company out there that doesn't want to hire black people. And now affirmative action says, okay, you have to have at least three percent of your staff people. be white people. Three percent of your staff. And okay. the, hold up, hold up. Before we get too deep in this, understand that affirmative action is not just for black people. It's for no, all no, no, minority no, no, no. groups. It's for right. it's for uh, minority groups. It's also for women. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. White women, like it's not just for black people. 
but, people I'm worried about are black people. You, but you're, but yeah. you're, you're, and I guess it's just like you're you're basically well for number number one you are picking whatever your whatever your thing is picking you're not picking it based on like if you're trying to have an equal such and such like you want to have an equal amount of students in your school that doesn't necessarily mean you're going through um all of the you're not choosing the best you're choosing the best 10 from here the best five from here the best 20 from here and it's just like That seems, it just seems, it just seems what, off, man. What, like, it just seems. What's yeah, wrong yeah, I don't, under, yeah, I don't understand why that's a problem. A, a group that would be, 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 there was a group that, and we can, that, that's a good way to compare it. Like, if they were, they were pulling people from certain schools. If there's a group of people that would be somewhat left out or dismissed because they didn't go to a specific school, if, if anybody could grab, uh, A majority from a specific school to fill their roster they would do that and then everybody would be ignored now there's a difference with that because i mean when it comes to filling a, a, a roster of a, a job from a school then there's like there's qualifications that go into that mm -hmm. it's like this school mandates that you have a certain quality of education you have to have had a certain level of work ethic to even be considered for being a student and considering right, 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 right. career at the school but when it just comes to pure race, you don't get to choose your race like you get to choose a school. You don't get to choose to do a certain level of work to now make your blackness or your your uh, your Hispanics, uh, your, not your Hispanics, but your uh, your brown skin or the fact that you're a woman any less or more appealing. There's nothing that you can do in reference to that. You're going to mm -hmm. be overlooked because of the fact that you're a thing that you can't control. You're a race that you weren't that you didn't choose. So now there's a a system set in place to make sure that, hey, this thing that you can't control is no longer going to be something that keeps you, right, limited, right, it limits you or hinders you from getting to the place that you want to be because we're going to dictate that these people give at least this certain amount of opportunity. So now that opportunity that you had that may have been slim to none because they weren't even considering you, we're making it where we've opened up a window where now you just have to be the best in this group to be mm -hmm. a part of this, where that group wasn't even being considered in the first place at one point. So and that's also, what I mean, let's also understand that when you go to certain jobs, you have to meet a minimum requirement to even be considered for those jobs. You're not, they're not just skipping, you know, you know, if you need a master's degree at a certain job, a, they're not going to skip over the white person with a master's degree to get the black person with a bachelor's degree. That's not how it's working. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to meet the minimum requirements to be considered for whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, okay, I'll put you like this. In a school, let, let me, let, I'll, I'll speak about it from a school setting. Um, the, the, there's a couple issues. Number one is that let's take a, a elite school like Harvard. Okay, so Harvard says we don't have enough. Uh, we don't have enough black people. So what's going to happen is is that they're going to adjust whatever they need to adjust. And even though be, be, because my issue is that 
it's it's just assuming that a person or a group of a group of people didn't get hired because of their group when it could be a bunch of other that's factors. Not yeah, that's not it, assumed. It, that's, it, that's known that that takes place. There it's are known that it, studies that no, no, but, but what I'm saying your is, name is Shaniqua, and then there's another applicant named Shannon that your application might get tossed. People have actually done social uh, social experiments with placing applications. I've done it myself. When I was trying to get a job, when I was ass out after I had my my falling out and was out here just stuck, I put in mm-hmm. a bunch of applications. Uh-huh. Didn't hear back from I've, these places. Now, okay. and then I started putting white on the applications, and these people started calling me. I showed up to one job, and I could tell that they were expecting a white guy to come through the door. They were flabbergasted. They, they were stuck right. stupid. They did not know what to do. It was obvious that it, as soon as when I walked in the door, there was no want to to interview me or anything. It was just like, oh, this is not what we were expecting. And that was it. So I know firsthand. I didn't get the No, I did not get the job. Did not get the job. get the job. Probably was overqualified for the job, but did not get the job. And it was something that I could have done with my eyes closed. You know, so I, I've experienced it firsthand. So for there to be a system in place for people that are in a position that's trying to get ahead in a field that uh-huh. may not be lucrative for a person that looks a certain way, that has a certain, uh, they're, they're uh, or of a certain sex, then I'm, uh-huh. I'm all for that. Okay, because I'll put you like this. I'll put you like this. Me not getting something because I'm black and me getting something just because I'm black feel exactly the same it's like if you if you if you don't give me a job because i'm black that feels like shit if you if you give me the job just because i'm black that feels like shit too now that's totally separate that's totally separate from what i'm gonna do with the opportunity that's given are you qualified for the job that's the point that we're making outside of just that. There isn't just somebody being hired because they're black. Because they're black, they're being afforded an opportunity. But they still have to stand up and be able to fill this position that they're being presented. Even though the opportunity is A, well, we have to get a certain amount of uh, minorities in here. Yeah. So now you're being given an opportunity. But you still uh-huh. have to prove that you are uh, a good candidate for the opportunity that you're being given. You, mm-hmm. Do you not realize that white privilege that we talk about all the time is this all the time? They literally get opportunities because of the fact that their skin is a certain color. Hell, they're getting, getting, they're getting extra points. Who's literally failed up. He's not had a successful business his whole entire life. He's literally been torpedoed out of companies because he was so toxic, and yet he managed to be the president. Mm-hmm. You know that he managed to be the president, and the NFL banned him from owning a team. Think about this. If he was such a good yeah. businessman and such an in, in, a, a integral part of society. Why would the NFL of elite billionaire white people not want this man to be a part of their co- corporation, their conglomerate? 
But again, he's failed up. Every time he's failed, he's moved up. He moves up. He moves up to becoming the president now. That don't happen mm-hmm. to black people. Black people don't fail up. You get one opportunity usually to make it out of somewhere. And if you fuck that opportunity up, hey, you gonna be flipping burgers some fucking way. Mm-hmm. The price, the cost of failure for a white man and the cost of failure for a black man is significantly different, which is why affirmative action exists today. So you guys' argument, you guys' argument is affirmative, affirmative action uh, combats the white privilege. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a very small step in and the right direction towards to combating be, to be more white specific, privilege. Though, it combats the white male privilege. Right. And it's uh, not just for black people. It's minorities across the board. Because there's nothing saying that at the end of the day, this, this job decides we're going to go with the loophole. We have to hire a certain amount of minorities. That's people of color and women. Women are still considered people of, yeah. uh, not people of color, but minorities. White. They might just fill it in with white women. You know what I mean? So, so it's, it's like we still do when, uh, when white people get accepted with scholarship full ride to A&T? What is that? That's just them getting accepted to the school. There's nothing that's, yeah. there's no system that's set in place that says that A&T has to bring on a certain amount of white students. But white students do are, well. White students are considered minorities at a HBCU. All right. But once again, they're not getting any special recognition right. when they're applying. They're not okay. You're the minority of this school when you have to apply. So now we're going to take a certain percent of white applicants and make sure that they get into the school. That's not happening because it's not mm-hmm. necessary. Because at the end of the day, this same student could probably go and apply to a PWI. Mm-hmm. And be and be good. How many white students are really applying to HBCUs like that and getting denied because of their whiteness? It ain't happening. Come on, talk about it. As a matter of fact, I think, HB, I think HBCUs have actually taken in more white people because yeah, a lot of HBCUs are not going. A lot of HBC, HBCUs are in danger of losing their HBCU status because they've had to take on so many white students because black people, one, well, black Americans have turned their back on HBCUs for, the, for a large part of the last couple of generations. So, yeah, mm-hmm. when the government has to help that college to, to continue, it's going to lose it. Yep. Like, yeah. the alumni are not actually funding it anymore and you know, it's just, it's crazy. It's almost... I think, though, it's more so, it's not that they're not funding it anymore, it's that they don't have enough to fund it anymore. Hmm. Why do you think black people have abandoned HBCUs? Because most of, uh, most of, because the most people that, most program, the well, the program that funds most things in school are the athletic program. And most black athletes are funneled to white colleges because they're considered the the made the major colleges, the mm-hmm. elite colleges. If you want to be a professional athlete, you need to go to this college. You know what I'm saying? So we got away from going to HBCUs. Which, if you look back in history, HBCUs have produced tons and tons of professional athletes in the '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s, and then mm-hmm. we kind of started funneling towards the Kentucky. Was, it's I, that. It's that. I couldn't get that, away. I couldn't get away from being. Um, groomed 
to go to a PWI. Um, right. I Maybe. got to the point by my 11th grade year, when people mentioned HBCUs, I was looking like, what the fuck are you talking Like, nigga, really? Are you serious? So can I tell y'all a quick story? This ain't a funny cool. story either. It's, so, when, again, me, me, this is when me and Will, probably about the same time, we're being recruited, right? And at this time, I was still very much, I guess, I ain't going to say ignorant because I, I, I was pretty ignorant at that time. I was 17. And um, I actually, so I went to a recruiting trip to NC State. I went on a recruiting trip to UNC. I went on a recruiting trip to uh, Wake Forest. All PWIs. Um, great institutions, great setups. They made me feel like, yo, this, you the special nigga. You the nigga that needs to come here and save us. Like, right. this. And so when mm -hmm. I went on my recruiting trip to Fayetteville State in Elizabeth City, I just remember saying, like, man, this is what the dorms look like. This is what the right. athletic department right. looks like. This is what this like. Why would I want to come right. here? Like, why the fuck? Like, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, if I want to be an elite person, like, I feel like I am, why would right. I go there? Right, right, And it's right. like, black athletes have that same kind of mindset. I wish I didn't have it at the time, like, but I did. And it's like, the reason that these schools are falling off is because the two big money makers, which is football and basketball, are barely being funded with top level talent. Mm -hmm. And you got to worry about a lot of other stuff going on because that money is there. I mean, it's not the same. It's like almost like when I went to the HBCUs, unless you go into A&T or you go into, um, was it Central or some of the other ones? But like when I went to, I went to a game at Fairville State, bro, I felt like I was at a, um, I felt like I was school. at a high school game. Yeah, like mm -hmm. the lore is just like, not there. I was just like, what is, what is, what is going on? Like, and I, and I had a, um, a coach that was very adamant about taking us and having them recruit us and stuff like, and I'm just looking like, bro, I don't even want to be here right now. Like there's, and I was one of the ones that I went to UNC. I went when, uh, was a coach, uh, was it Budding was there? I forgot what his name was at UNC. This is like 05. And no, no. got pictures with him and all that. Was a that was right before? Oh, uh, and that and, was, uh, that and, was John, uh, budding. Yep, John Budding. That was him. I got pictures with him and everything. They was like, yeah, one tight end of the camp when I went to the UNC camp, and they was on a nigga nuts. They found out that I messed up my shoulder, bro. Immediately, all them calls, all of that stuff that was going on, stopped. The letters stopped. Uh, yeah. I went to the um the Adidas combine at NC State. Met Chuck Amato, all of that. Bro, all of that stuff. My cousin who ended up in the league, Monterio Hardesty, who's actually, I think he's a, um, a running back coach now with, um, with uh, I think it's Carolina. He might be a running back coach for Carolina. My uncle was telling me. Um, he played for New Bern, so I think y'all played against each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we went, we was at the combine together, at the Adidas combine. So, I mean, Stuff like that went on, and you're looking, and they got you in. It's not even a a locker room, like just the the press. You've been there, cause um fish went there, so yeah. you saw it. Like when you go into like the field house before you get to, it's crazy. NC State for my recruiting trip, dog, and they knew. Obviously, people knew my uncle, cause my uncle had just left a couple years ago, and my uncle had. I think still now he's the he holds the record for most tackles in NC State history, I believe. Mm. Um. Uncle was the big, big shit on campus. So, and I grew right. up basically on campus. So I knew Chuck, like he knew me from time I was like 
12. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, right. I'm, and I, look, Chuck ain't had nothing to do with this, by the way. This ain't got nothing to do with Chuck. I don't want no blowback on Coach Amato. Man, I got on campus, nigga. They get, like, I got my, I got my dick sucked. I got new cleats. I got new gloves. Like, they made a nigga feel like he was special out this bitch. <laughs> and, and it's like, that, that didn't happen at Fayetteville State. That didn't happen at Elizabeth City. Like the coaches mm-hmm. were just like, "Yo, you could be a really good this player." Nigga bring your coach. ass, right? You it's know like what I mean? Like somebody, like somebody drunk uncle that ain't drunk right now, tell you you need to do something. Like, bro, why the fuck would I want to do what the hell you say? Like that's really what it felt like. It felt like you niggas just like you need to come here. Why? I don't know, but you need to come here. Uh, that's that's really. And I looked around like, yo, this is. You know what I'm saying? That was the, that's the way it played out in my head when I was listening to these mugs talk. It's like, this is not it. This is not it. So, yeah. Random tangent. BCU love. And that's why, I like, one thing I want to do, and one thing I want to strongly urge people to do is adopt an HBU, an HBCU, excuse me. And by adopt it, I mean find one you like and sponsor them. Send them $20, $30 every couple months if you can, like, as a booster. And buy some merch, nigga. Go buy some HBCU merch. Like when I get, I'm about to order a whole bunch of T-shirts and hoodies for uh, HBCUs, man. Show some love, man, because um, I think another thing that we we forget or is that back in the day, like back in the days during the '90s, fucking like the black <laughs> TV shows, <laughs> the black TV shows, <laughs> they um. All had every if you go look at all the old black TV shows, all of them were wearing like HBCU gear. Like they had pride about going to an HBCU. Like, you know what I'm saying? You'll yeah, see cats wearing Tuskegee or fucking Howard and Hampton mm-hmm. and, and uh, Fam U and all that shit. Like, yo, Clark Atlanta. Like, we need to go back. You don't have to have gone to an HBCU to support an HBCU. So, do some research, you know. Send send a couple dollars, man. Send them what you can every once in a while. You know what I mean? Don't mm. don't go buy don't buy that dime bag. Go just send them a couple of little send them a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and well, hold, hold on, hold on, bro. I I need my dime bag, bro. What you mean? You buy every dime what you mean? Just, just buy like I had a I had a long day at work. I had a long day at work. The boss was yelling at me. I had a rough day. My kids was wilding. I, I need a little. You know, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> really do. But I, like I said, I, I strongly urge people. No, that's facts. That's facts. That's facts. Like, support HBC, man. Like, I'm going to start, I'm, I'm going to start sending money to A&T and I'm going to start sending money to uh, Elizabeth City. Hmm. Whatever I can. Because hey, they man, need. Go ahead. Go ahead. They need, they need what? No, they need support. That's it. Hey, let me say this, man. I I find it absolutely I can't believe that y'all would turn it around on me to make it seem like I don't believe in just giving shit to niggas. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Hey, look, man. If you don't That's how y'all made it sound. This nigga crown said, so y'all so you just mean so you just saying give niggas nothing. That's what you saying. Like, no, that's that's it. No, that's not what that's I'm saying. Like it, it, it resonated with me because of the fact that we had that conversation back to um, what was it when we were talking about um, 
like food stamps and yeah, I think I remember. Ah, yeah, 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 things yeah, of that yeah, nature. Yeah. And it seemed like you were very adamantly against it, and you felt some type of way about it. And then to have that same tone seem like it came up when it um when it jumped into the conversation when we were discussing the um the affirmative action. No, and no, no, no. Policies, though, bro. These government policies, I'm gonna keep it a band. Some of them do help black people. Some of them, they do. Black people, do. black people use it as a um. They stay on it for fucking twenty years or more. Right, but right. white people do too. So what? So 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 yeah. This is, is, and, so and this is my thing. So this is this is this is my. I guess my my issue is that um, when we talk about black issues, they always tie to the white man somewhere. And I just like, I would rather focus on issues that we ourselves can solve. Um, and I don't think, I think that, I think that uh, sincerity and charity, though good in, it, it's good in its place, but I honestly think that it's an overrated virtue. Money like, is money and opportunity is opportunity. It all matters what you do with it. it. And we need, to, we need to get out of this idea that because we're black, we can't accept no help from nothing. Like that, that we have like, we're like the, we have like this stereotype in our community, like where you can't be black and accept help, but black people, all the black people are on welfare and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That, but that, that's because, like, why would it, you? You kind of just made the whole point where it's like, I don't, believe, I don't hear a lot of black people saying, "Don't give me nothing, don't give me nothing, don't give me," nothing, other than like me and you and Crown and you know, like we help each other and stuff. But There's the more whole thing of, of respecting than there are of other people. And I think that's the thing. Like, the stereotype that I was alluding to is the fact that people seem to think that most black people want handouts or need handouts. Or not even, well, not even need handouts. Want handouts. Mm -hmm. Or take handouts. When it's like, we're not even, if you look at the numbers, we're not even the majority of the people on the fucking welfare shit. We're most not. Of it's, the people, it's white people. White exactly. People. And we, we there's the stereotype of welfare is a black family, but it's really the white, poor white family that's taking advantage of the welfare system, not the poor black family. And well, yeah, well, just well, because you, well, just because you know one chick that buys shrimp and lobster with her fucking child support or her, uh, excuse me, not child support, yeah, not child support, her uh, food her, stamps, her food don't, stamp, yeah. don't mean that everybody's fucking doing that. And give so fucking no, what no, no, if she no, wants no. to buy some steak with her fucking uh, no, 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 no. food stamps, I, I think what bro, I think what bro point with is, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I think his point is, if you're trying to, when a person can help themselves, that's when it becomes respectful. And that's, 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 we get, that's we that's get that's accustomed, like generally, I'm not saying everybody on this phone, Generally, bro, like we are waiting. It's like black people generally are either waiting for the global acceptance, which we already are accepting because we are fucking the go-to culture for every fucking thing. But we're we either waiting to be equally accepted or um, recognized 
or we're waiting for the people that have power to either relinquish some of the power or give us um, a break. Like, and it's like, it's 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 from a position it's it's from a position of weakness as opposed to a position of strength. And we can when we I think that I believe that you're both wrong. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> and, and and not and and I and I say that in the most respectful way possible. I think uh-huh. that that is a stereotype and a perception that has been pushed, but not a reality. Listen, if you can get over and get over on the government, I ain't mean to cut you off. You can get over on the government and it not affect you legally. I'm not going to tell nobody fucking not to do it. Fucking do it. And I think that's your point. I'm not saying that's the idea or that's the plan. I'm just saying if it can be done, cool. But it shouldn't. At some point, when will we stand on our own? Like when my son fucks up and falls or fucks up in school or fucks up in life or whatever, he's 15. I'm going to help give him. I'm going to help try to, I'm going to help him as much as I can. But there's a there's the male side of me that says, no, I need him to fucking understand some shit now. If he understands it now, and it's only going to be taught to him through experience. It can't be taught because he's not oh, really, man. he's not grasping the concept. You hit when it right there. When he fucking hit it fails, right in the head. When he fails and he has to clean, clear himself out of this fucking hole, he'll be that much more ready as an adult when life really hits. Because that's one, my that's whole my point. Point. Yeah. Okay. There's so more black. Agreeing, but yeah. No, no, no. But yeah, let, yeah, me, you, let me let me let me explain. No, no, no. My man put it together in a way that that it is complete. It perfectly synthesized. No. Yes, he did. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, that is the black mentality. That is the black mentality. All of us feel Mm -hmm. that way. All of us know that black people are way too prideful to just be sitting on their ass, just getting welfare. That is the, but the misconception is that all black people just want a handout when that's not the case. My parents were just like his, my parents speak that same shit. My dad spoke, I saw that's my granddaddy taught my uncles and my aunts that same shit, and my mother that same shit. They teach they all my cousins that same shit. Your parents teach you that same shit. Ain't no the 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 percentage of black people just sitting around waiting for handouts is very low. However, mm-hmm. the public perception is that the majority of black people just want to wait and get handouts. And that's what right. I'm saying. We have to and that's we true. have to release these fucking stereotypes that are about us that aren't don't reflect us. And as soon as we let them fucking stereotypes go, we gonna flourish. We've internalized the racism that the system has perpetuated in our community. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about the people that work hard and they're in the cycle? And they, they either got the degree or they found an honest living or honest living. They 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 pay their taxes. They stay out of the fucking trouble. They don't create chaos. They build a home for their own, their family. You know what I'm saying? And still, it's the condition of the mind. They're not waiting on a handout. They're not getting no government assistance. 
But right. at the same time, they still waiting on some type of savior, some type of change, some type of something. When we can, like, like bro say, find a now, way, find a way to fix our own issues, and well, it has to start with different mind. issues, right? Huh? I think me and so so like, so me and me and Brandon were talking on this one time. I don't know if it was on air or off air, but we came to this incredible. It was like a bright light that hit, and uh, I'll bring it back, and you just tell me what you think. Uh, to that answer. Number one, black people need to learn about economics and money. They need to be well-versed in, uh, they need to know about money. Even if they, even if you have somebody who's not even really, I don't care about money and all that, well, you got to at least know the basics. Budgeting, uh, you know, saving, things Taxes. like that. Taxes. Credit cards. Like that. That's number one. Money. And number two, because we were talking about this and we were like, we all need to be together, right? But my man, my, my, uh, my Brandon brought up a good point about how when we had Black Wall Street, they bombed the fuck out that shit. So we actually changed it and said, instead of us being together, we spread out. That way, you know, you have well-versed black people getting money everywhere. We're going to bomb the whole country. Uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think that that's the, I, I, I don't think that that's the solution. I think that's a step in the right direction. To um, build off of that, though, I, and, and y'all can say y'all agree if y'all don't agree, right? To build off of that, I feel like a lot of that complacency that you speak about, of the waiting, comes from uh and, you know, excuse me if y'all, you know, pertain to this, but that comes from a very Christian mindset. That comes from a very, oh, I'm going to just pray and let God handle it. I'm going to pray about it and God going to uh, That's the worst mistake. Yeah. Let me say this. And I'm a Christian, but I think that's the worst thing we could ever have told ourselves. We waiting on God to come back. Because while we waiting on mm. God to come back, we ain't doing nothing. Exactly. We just that's the me. Black Americans are the most devout Christians in the world. Like, and we got nothing in return. Bro. And that's I think that Christianity is what breeds that complacency within our community. Like, and, and that's no disrespect to any Christians. Cause my, I grew up very Christian. My mother's, you know, the most, you know what I mean? But it's like Christianity it was bred into black community and it created a docile culture of black Americans. I mean, okay. I can go with you on that. I can, and yeah, with I can, that I can being said, again, like, I'm that. a Christian. I'm a Christian still. You feel me? But like, yeah. I am at the point now where, well, I had to ask myself one time sitting in church, like, is this it, God? Like, if I come here every Sunday and I read my Bible, like, this is it? Like, this is all you want? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. This ain't right. This ain't even fair. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, for me to feel better than somebody, man. You know what I mean? So now, over the three, four, five years that I shifted from the traditional thinking of that, 
to where I'm at, where I'm now? No, man, that's not all. You ain't gonna yeah. get to heaven unless you bring somebody with you. Really? You ain't gonna you ain't gonna get there. You know. The in soil the, in don't the get sealed unless you pick up the uh, the tools. You know what I'm saying? It's a service, man. We we got to be out here. Your podcast, bro, is a service to your community, to God people, to black people, to humans. White people can hear your podcast and become unignorized, if that's a word, and become informed. They can unlearn the bullshit that they've been, you feel me, bred in yeah. all their life. If they have an open enough mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It comes with stopping. You can't just feed yourself the bullshit that we eat. You can't just watch TV all fucking day. You can't do it. It's a mind thing, bro. Like, it really honestly is a mind thing. Hey, they've been trying to tell us for years, you got to get up, get out, and get something. Like, so listen. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys, man. We've been on here. Look, I'm going to leave you with this, and then we can roll out, family. The duty of the civilized is to civilize the uncivilized. The duty of the civilized is to civilize the uncivilized. That's it. Hey, and, and I'll, 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 I'll finish with this, bro, for me. When it's all said and done for me, the basis of everything that I'm, that I'm spitting right here is it's just that when I, I think about, like, when I'm old and it's, I reflect back on my life, I don't want to be like I didn't get to what I wanted to get to because of anybody or any system holding me back. And so that's the world that I'm coming from. So regardless of regardless of what we do have in front of us, we're gonna press through that shit. We're gonna overcome and shit and adapt. And we're gonna be kings, baby. We're gonna be winners. Cause that's no, what no, we, are. We, are, we are kings already. We all with the crown, baby. Go get Kanye's album, man. <laughs> <laughs> OG West, what's your you got any final thoughts for? Man, look, man, I'm a learner. I think I wanted to be a teacher, you know. There's a Christian concept that says, you know, it's a spiritual speaking gift. One of them is teaching. But be honest, bro, I want to become a learner. I don't never want to stop learning, bro. Ever. So forget the title. Ever since you, you grow, you learn. That's that's growth, learning. So mm-hmm. I always remain humble with that now, that mindset, so I can help inform, help serve, you know what I'm saying, the people that didn't know before me. But at the same time, I'm still learning some stuff that people know that I don't know. Crown, final thoughts? It's, it's out of hand. It's out of hand to the point where anything outside of blunt force trauma, <laughs> gaping, gushing, sucking wounds is is not going to be recognized as a, a valid attempt on on reconciling anything or fixing anything or changing anything. So, I mean, all the talking and shit is cool, all the marching and shit is cool, all of the crying on TV, all of that shit is cool, and I'm, I'm using cool, but I really mean it's some bitch shit. 
and you know, until we do something, ain't nothing gonna get done. You know, until we do something, ain't nothing gonna be done. Maybe I'm a menace that the world don't need. Walking around with a frown on, nigga, please. I probably don't read. I probably got a bunch of charges too. I probably smoke weed and neglect my C parentheses S close parentheses yes that I never helped feed. I probably got baby mamas, a bunch of thug friends that still live at home with their mamas. I probably got caught in the morning. Paul rise, I plead not guilty, I honor, but that's unlikely. Cause I'm probably some kind of low light trying to get out of doing the time. So I sit and shoot a however long it takes to your best years behind you. Probably won't mind doing time. I probably see glory behind being caged and confined. Probably already knew I wouldn't make 22. Cause I'd either be here or in a pie box. Probably got popped by a nigga on the block. Or maybe get some married in a cop. Trying to protect this earth from the black scum dirt nigga possibly hide in a clock One by one, don't get him by the flock It hurts much more, can't mess a shot Hard to refute two evidence shot Dead nigga, worst first veteran cops That's the way it is, it ain't never gonna stop Why would you believe it was ever gonna change? Been going on, why it seems so strange? Since the Stone Age, they been killing our kings They ain't give a fuck when they kill Trayvon They ain't give a fuck when they kill Mike Brown They ain't give a fuck back when Till got killed They ain't give a fuck then, they don't give a fuck now Nigga so tired Coming home to the news just to see another black man gunned down. Didn't even have a weapon, but a threat somehow. Got a nerd ass while I'm upset now. Maybe I'm a menace. Maybe I'm a menace. Mad black man, cause this world is a witness. Maybe I should never have a hoodie on walking through my own neighborhood. I'm a threat to the tennis. Maybe that's a green light for people who ain't even of authority to come and start a fight to the finish. Receive no sentence. Fuck all my loved ones I'm leaving behind like my mom or the penis. So maybe I'm a menace. Maybe I'm cold.